1: Forget that guy. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors live uh, and in person here in the studios here at the Beasley Broadcasting Empire. Yes, we are here.
0: Per the few people that got on me this uh, past week, we are live, and you can call in. Somebody yeah. will
1: answer. And that is that is true. We're not uh, broadcasting from uh, the bathroom at home or from the back patio or anything like that. We are here where we're supposed to be. Uh, sitting in the, uh, uh, do, can we officially just name this, the uh, ex-COVID-19 studios? <laughs> it seems like uh, this is like the invisible barrier. It's a, it's a great little sanctuary right here within this room. But uh, as you hear, uh, Braden Gun, I am here, and Jonathan's here, and Diego's here, but Bill George is still out there uh, prancing around out in the snows of Pennsylvania and i think he'll be back uh not next weekend but the weekend after i think that's if i remember correctly yes I, i'm still post thanksgiving show so uh, i'm still recovering from having a saturday off it's just it, it blew my mind
0: throws you for a loop doesn't it
1: all day i felt like i had i was like dude there's something i need to do <laughs> something i gotta do what, what is I'm supposed to be doing but did a, did you get the a,
0: did you get those phone calls too? And texts?
1: Oh, uh Why couple, why isn't anybody answering in the, the studio? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our buddy Tom Free was like, Hey, are and you guys I not was, taking what? phone calls today? I was like, uh where, he goes, Oh wait, never mind. I just heard you say that you're not there in, in life. Uh but yeah. So we weren't here. But we hope you enjoyed it. <clears throat> we had fun doing it. Came in here all punch drunk after work and Drug Diego in here and went into another studio and uh, yammered it up for about a good three Bill hours. Bill George so.
0: and his pig pen glory.
1: Uh yeah, in his uh, all of his glorious filth, he came into the studio, but uh, immediately jumped in uh, on a. I don't know if they drove up or flew up or I think he drove up. I am not sure because
0: well, we did, uh, we just got the update.
1: We did, yeah. Is that what that noise was? I will be back
0: for next week's show.
1: This coming week,
0: yes. Okay. Next week.
1: No, he said he was going to be gone three weeks.
0: Well, he I just got we just got a text that says he's going to be here next week.
1: I guess the snow must be getting a little bit too deep up there. I did see he shot a really nice little buck up there already, and he had got that on the ground. And then uh, I was more interested in George's pictures because they were all uh, snow pictures. Yes. You know, this is what it looks like out in the front. and I, This is what it looks like out in the back. And I showed it to my kids. And they were like, yeah, that looks really, really cold. Because it was that blue-gray, you know, overcast where even though there's about a foot and a half of fluffy snow on the ground, it just looks like it's just miserably cold.
0: Just awesome weather.
1: Just miserably cold. As I explained to my children, there's some psychological thing. If the sun is shining, yes. and it's twenty degrees, it doesn't feel as bad. If it's twenty degrees and it looks like that, where it's like blue, well, what, what you did know, we say dark. the other
0: weekend here when it was seventy-five, eighty degrees? But like we said, if it was as cold as it looked outside, yeah, you yeah, don't, you don't want to go outside.
1: Yeah, same difference. I mean, it's. I just it just looked miserable to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> you know. I'd be that guy who, you know. As a southerner and the guy who hunt down south, we we see those things that are invented, like the uh, the big uh, overboot things that you can put on. Oh, looks the like heater
0: bodysuit something that I have. Yeah, it looks love. like a
1: giant, looks like a giant uh, cocoon. You know, you kind of sleeping zip bag up with in. legs. Yes. And we're like, what in the world would you use that for? Why in the world would you ever need that?
0: And it's the greatest product ever made.
1: <laughs> and then you look at that kind of weather up there that they're experiencing in Pennsylvania, and you go. Okay. What are you talking about? I've right. used my heater
0: bodysuit here before.
1: That's because you're, uh well, we won't go there. No. But...
0: You ain't got... The best part, <laughs> hey, the best part about stuff like that is, especially like like the heater bodysuit, is you don't have to put on so many clothes that you look like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man when you're, you know, out there in the woods <laughs> and you can move around a little right. bit. right. So...
1: Well, that's, that's why I, I spent the money and i went and got a uh back in the day i walked into the cabela's i think it was over in nebraska and bought one of those yep uh full you know zip up like coverall jobber mm-hmm. dealios so that uh for hunting in missouri because they're waterproof and um you could just throw on some uh the good old polypropylene coveralls. yeah put some polypropylene under under you know your first layer and pair of shorts and a t-shirt and go i mean it, it really does make it a lot more mobile and it's
0: thin and you look at it when you sit there and hold it in your hands and you're like there's no flipping way that this is going to keep me oh warm. it works i tell you and uh, you're uh, sitting out there <laughs> sweating like a son of a gun
1: that stupid suit you know you think you're looking at it and you're like man three hundred and something dollars for this thing man, or whatever it is and you're like man how do I justify paying this kind of money for this? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm used to hunting in shorts and showing up in flip flops and putting on a pair of boots and, you know, throwing on some DK Flatwoods netting and going out into the woods. Best but money I, t- I
0: ever spent. I'm
1: telling you, there were two instances, one in Missouri where it started off on a nice, crisp, cool day. And by the end of the day, it was that spitty little ice crystal like stuff that comes out of a slush puppy machine yeah that's falling from the sky and it's like half rain half ice type thing and uh everybody else was like done by nine ten o'clock in the morning they were like okay head back to camp i can't take it anymore i was like what's the deal man i'm good i'm out here and ended up killing a couple of does and then the other one when glenn and i drove up to georgia one time we sat up in a pine tree and it literally rained, I think, for uh nine hundred and eighty-five hours. Yes. <laughs> just I had the hood on. I just had my head down and I'm just watching rivers of water flow off of me and through my firearm and down around my shoes. And it was just it was just a deluge. It just did not stop. And uh there's nothing you can do. So that- wait, 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 wait. And what put an end to it finally Glenn couldn't take it anymore and shot it. <laughs> I heard him shooting. I was like, you know, oh, well, there's my excuse to get out of the tree stand. Yeah. He's going to need some help.
0: Yeah. But
1: he's going to need help. I got to get out of here.
0: But it's like you said, you sit there and, and I've had this argument many times with people at the shop that you sit there and they're like, well, why do I spend the money for a suit? Why did why do I need to get this? Why do I-? I'm like, you go on a hunting trip. I said, you get to said hunting trip and the weather turns to crap.
1: It'll pay for itself. It
0: pays. I mean, you know, do you want to sit in the lodge the whole time, or do you want to get out there and actually have a chance to harvest something? Right. You know. And I said, that's when you can
1: justify. You it.
0: justify it really fast.
1: Yeah, I, I did find a flaw. I did. You know, nothing is you know impervious to water. Uh, I did find that because it has a dual zipper system, so you can zip from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. So when you have to get the answer to the call of nature. And then you can go from the top down. I did notice that when I was sitting there, um, after, I'm telling you, after about six hours of this rain, all of a sudden it starts getting a little cool around my buttocks there. And I'm kind of like, my butt's getting kind of cold. What's the deal with that, man? And I kind of do the stand-up, yawn, stretchy thing and kind of zip up the zip. And then I'm like, oh, it's wet. It finally found the one weakness in the suit was at the bottom zipper, you know, at the very, where the teeth meet or something. I don't know. It finally just leaked in slowly. Yeah. And uh, that was the only, and I had to turn it inside out and put it in the hotel room hanging over the uh, heater oh, yeah. and, you know, kind of dried out for the next day. But uh, I love them. I will say this probably one of the best things you could ever buy for somebody for Christmas. I don't care if you're a fisherman or an outdoorsman or you're going to go sit in the woods, but especially here in Florida, they're so light. They're so easy to throw in anything. Go get a pair of uh, frog togs. Those things will save your butt. Yes. I mean, there have been times where we show up and it's raining and I'm like, wait.
0: And you want to talk about something that if you get into a pinch with a cold, wet rain, <laughs> They will keep you warm.
1: As an outer layer over everything else? <laughs>
0: Nothing gets through them.
1: <laughs> I like them. I love them. And they're, I, I always kept them behind the seat of the truck. You never know when you're going to need them. All right, we're taking a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden and Jonathan here in the studio. Bill Burkett from Port Canic Barbecue is going to be showing up a little bit later on. Diego's all excited. All right, we're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right here. We're back. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Jonathan in the studio, along with Diego, Bill Burkett. He's going to be showing up a little bit later on uh, during the show. Uh, supposedly bringing some goodies. He teased us with some photographs of uh, looked like some ribs and his world famous meatloaf.
0: This is going to be a celebration for me. So
1: we'll we'll uh, we'll get to see him a little bit later on. He's with uh, Port Ganic Barbecue. If you go and follow him on Facebook and all that kind of good stuff, you'll see that Bill does a lot of great things with uh, our military. Uh, He does a lot of barbecue competitions and anything that he wins, that money goes straight over to uh, military charities, helping out guys get out in the woods, go fishing, you know, uh, get back into the real world kind of deal. I mean, uh, the man works really hard at what he does, and he does it extremely well because uh, Rangers lead the way.
0: And on top of that, he's got three uh, beautiful baby
1: boys. Is he bringing them wild childs in here? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had to repaint the walls last time they came in. <laughs> Crazy oh, boys, man. man. It's a house full of boys. Poor wife of his, man, I swear. Uh, listen, speaking of rain and all that other stuff, we do have another front that's pushing through. Today we have about a 30% chance to rain. It's going to be handing down temperatures will be dropping down a little bit today 69 mm, yeah, ish or so uh it's i think a 71 right now so it's not real bad it did it did feel a little more humid outside when i came out thanks to the southern wind that we experienced yesterday but i know a lot of guys are going to be heading offshore and going out and doing some fishing so yeah i keep an eye on the wind because there have been times where it was getting kind of gusty out there it's kind of it seems Pine trees look like they're uh, kind of calmed down a little bit now. So if you don't have a decent weather app or something like that on your phone, make sure you get one before you go head off and do something crazy. Yes. Try to get out there and get way offshore. And uh, with the front pushing through, things can change dramatically. The cold as we know. With
0: the cold weather, too, like what we were just talking about, yes, you can get hypothermia in the state of Florida.
1: I'm telling you, man, my brother got it like it was like in June or August or something. Sat there through a rainstorm. Thought he was gonna be all right. Got in the shade, and next thing you know, he's shivering like a crazy man. Like, what in the world is going on here? It's like, ah, freezing to death. It don't matter. You don't. You know. You just don't realize how much uh, wind and water takes all that heat away from your body. Yeah. And uh, can drop you down pretty quick. Uh, if you haven't checked out our Big and Wild <clears throat> Facebook page, you really need to go take a look at that. I did put up a few articles and if I think Steve's uh our friend Steve Austin is probably gonna be running over to Q one oh five probably this morning. And if he does, I have We're to ask get prairie
0: dogs. is that what you're warning me?
1: Uh maybe. Uh you know <laughs> Steve has a uh, a guy that he grew up with when he was a young man. Uh they always did hunt and camp together. And this older gentleman would always stay behind and kinda he was just there mostly for the camaraderie and the friendships and all that stuff, and he'd stay behind and cook and, you know, do all the piddly stuff around camp and all that. But occasionally he would go out and do some hunting because they would rag on him so much. Man, dude, go out. Go shoot some camp meat or something. You know, get out of here. Go do something. And one day he came strolling back into camp, and he didn't have his rifle. And they were like, dude, where's 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 your rifle at? And this guy could spin a yarn on, on the cuff. I mean, right off the cuff. He's like, boys, let me tell you something. This is crazy. I went out, man, I shot me this big old giant buck. Had to be like a 12-pointer, big giant monster thing. And I go and I sit down and I put my, my my rifle in his antlers and step back to take a picture of him. And I'll be danged if that sucker didn't come back to life, jump up, and run off with my rifle.
0: I've heard, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've heard some good stories like that one before.
1: Well, now I heard that story, and of course, everybody was like, you know, what the fool did. He went out there, fell asleep under a tree, got up, came wandering back, forgot where he put it. Yeah. All the trees look alike, so somewhere out in the woods, some guy's going to find a Marlin thirty-five Remington, propped so oh, up against man. a tree, uh, out there someday.
0: I, wait, what was the movie? What which movie was it? The one where they walk up and the dude's frozen, and he's got here's my rifle, here's my, he's got a oh, note. I can't think of the darn movie now that you're saying that.
1: Well, there was a story that came out where, uh, and I actually put it up on Facebook and said, it sounds like a story Steve Austin would tell where a guy actually, a startled deal actually did steal uh, a guy's rifle. Mm -hmm. It actually did happen. So I was like, wow. So stranger thing than fiction. And then all of a sudden uh, it actually does happen. Yes. So uh, that story is up on our Facebook page. If you'd like to take a look at it, it's uh, it's pretty funny. It's one of those things where you kind of just like, okay, everything had to be kind of aligned and all that where something like that would actually happen. And then uh, also I put the uh, video that everybody's talking about. The two big ones was the Ohio nursing home residents going deer hunting, which is actually pretty entertaining and if i was an old person that was in one of those homes i think that, that would probably be something i'd look forward to every year
0: uh yeah
1: and uh did you not see the video no oh they're not, not really, yet they're not really deer hunting the the nurses and everybody who works there dressed up as deer and they put a bunch of fake christmas trees in the community room and gave all the old people nerf guns and let them shoot them so it's like a, a glorified version of Nerf paintball guns, you know. It's And uh, they were having a blast. And then last but not least, the one that's made its way all the way to national news is the, uh, the alligator, the big 13-footer that Bill George obviously missed that's going out there. He didn't get 13 feet by being stupid. He's hanging over there in those thrushes, man, just hanging out when these duck hunters would hit one and drop it. He'd submarine over there and go, thanks, boys. Appreciate it. And and eat it.
0: Let's see what we're having today. Mallard? See
1: Maybe a little green wood wing. Duck. A little blue wing. Could use some salt over here. But uh I got the video up there so you can actually uh watch the whole the whole thing. It's uh, from the Miami Herald. It's pretty uh eye-opening. And also one of those things that makes you remember when you live here and has lived here as long as we have. Uh you can look at it and look at that lake and go, yeah, that's that's why I don't swim and stuff like that.
0: There are certain reasons why we don't do things, you know,
1: I don't know what other states have to deal with i don't I've never heard of an otter or a beaver you know going out and grabbing one or a raccoon or well, I don't know what what the we got things and...
0: down here that'll eat you. <laughs>
1: and uh you know i don't ever hear michigan hunters you know complaining about shooting geese and go you know we had a bad day uh, the pike kept coming up and eating all of our our geese when they'd hit the water i guess they don't have that problem up there
0: uh, it's it predators it's kind of it's kind of weird to explain that sometimes to some of those people that the fact of it's like okay just because it looks safe in the state of florida you don't
1: Yeah, you, you know. Our water can come alive at any moment. Yeah. It's uh one of those things where you just don't want to do it. And like I said, cover with duck weed, reed and all that stuff like that. And you know, you don't want to be anywhere but in a boat. Uh or or on a dock or a pier or something like that. But the video's up. Go take a look at it. It's all good. It's fun stuff. I, I wanted to bring this up because I was talking about it and I know that We'd like to get the gun stuff out of early, otherwise it turns into a three, uh, an entire show of <clears throat> talking about gun rights and everything else like that. But nice. I, I wanted to bring this up a while back, but uh, right now it's hard to get five five six, even though we got a bunch of it over at the G right now. So if you're looking for some, there's there's a bunch of it over there. But the military, as they always are, they're always looking for the bigger, better deal. And uh, as you know, SIG won the contract with the pistols back in the day. You know, they beat out Glock and, and a bunch of others to do that. And now the uh, Army is looking to replace the 5.56 weapon with a new design and a new caliber. And they're looking at one that's, believe it or not, it's made by SIG, oh six hour of course. And it is a beautifully strange-looking weapon that they're uh, looking at, but the thing that that's really got everybody's attention is what's going to happen with all the ARs and M4s and everything else like that, that uh, all these people have purchased that rely on surplus ammo. Hmm. You know, when the military is not using it anymore, because there are other countries around the world that if the U.S. adopts it, then other countries are going to follow suit, so there's going to be less 5.56 five, around. Yes. And then they'll be people that have to produce it, they'll be saving brass, and we know what's going on with reloading right now. It's kind of tough and everything else. But this new rifle that they're looking at is the 6.8 millimeter. And it is a... They've been thinking about this technology for a long time. You remember when they tried the solar propellant one where it was encased around the round? So wait a
0: minute, wait a minute. We've got the 6.5 Creedmoor, so now we're going to have a 6.8
1: millimeter is what the military wants to go with because it has more downrange uh terminal velocity and it hits harder. 223 is not, you know, after oh, a certain yeah. far as it's it's more of a wounding kind of thing than a than a thing. But this get this now. The ballistically, the 6.8 millimeter that the military is looking for is going to be equivalent to, can you guess the round? Hmm, 6. Point, if it
0: was a 6.8
1: Ballistically and and how it hits and what it does downrange, it's pretty equivalent to one particular round that everybody's been talking about.
0: Are you uh, a round that's been out or one of the newer rounds? Yeah, it's
1: been out. No, it's been out for a while.
0: 6.8, I'd say, would be closer to like a 270 or something like that. Okay,
1: 270 is a good start. But what kind of 270? Mm,
0: 270
1: short mag? Winchester short mag. I
0: was about to say. (laughs)
1: This thing is equivalent to a 270 Winchester short mag.
0: Very good rifle. I had one.
1: Dude, if you're looking for knockdown on a human being at 600. Uh, oh, wait, hey, they use meters, right? Yeah, you're looking for 90. knockdown on just about anything. <laughs> Dude.
0: Because I can tell you what it does to a deer.
1: The Army ain't playing. I do you want to shoot at us with those outdated 6.2s? Uh, 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 go right ahead. 7. six twos. go ahead. Yeah, well, you go, right, you go right ahead. Let me send you one of these 6.8 mils back at you and see how you like it. Yeah. That's going to be a nasty one. Dear God. All right, we're going to take a real quick break, you guys. Stay right there. We are brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Great deal still going on after Thanksgiving. Always got good prices and good stuff and always a tremendous selection. you want to go check them out today. You need a new car or truck, go see our friends over at Brandon Ford. Do it today. We'll be back. Wild Outdoors, thank you so much for getting up early with us this morning on this beautiful Saturday. Another cold front on the way. I'm enjoying this weather tremendously. Yes. I have not heard my uh, air conditioning unit come on in about a week, so that is good news. My kids hate me because all the windows are open. Open those windows. Get a cross breeze going in here.
0: You're just liking it because you look see that electric bill going down a little bit.
1: Well, I do enjoy that part, too, but I, I like the cold weather and uh, uh, getting under a big old pile of blankets, which you don't get to normally do. It's like it's like uh, the ladies who look forward every year to our cold snaps where they can whip out the Uggs or their uh, knee boots. You know, it's like uh, it's the only time that Southern women can, like, whip out their the boots that they bought, you know, a year or two ago. Oh, that, Yes. And they can put them on and uh, be fashionable about it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just wearing some sort of open-toed something so your feet don't sweat to death kind of deal. But I have uh, enjoyed the cool weather tremendously. But I am still a true Floridian because no matter how cold it gets, the ceiling fan never gets turned off.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
1: <laughs> even diego shakes his head no down. i laugh He's one of my yeah uh-huh. one, one of my uh-huh. old
0: ag teachers posted on facebook he goes no matter how cold it gets i still sleep with a fan
1: I, I i it's one of those things where if it's not on i just have to turn i i'm sure it's probably both just the the breeze but also the, the sound you get used to it if you turn it all off it's just like too quiet and every little pop and creak or something and anything oh speaking of that Three o'clock this morning, I got my windows open, and in my backyard is, is, uh, is like the Battle Roy owl going out underneath the window of my home in my bedroom.
0: Cats or squirrels? What?
1: Not cats. Not squirrels. Ducks. I thought it might have been ducks, but it was too early. You know, they don't like to move around when it's dark. These two big old giant possums that have been, <laughs> that have been raised in some genetic lab somewhere—I mean, literally were are going. At, I thought they were tearing down the side of the house. I mean, I've heard the hiss and the.
0: Oh no, uh, son! I know exactly what you're talking about. You know,
1: I've heard that before from them. You know, they give you that snarl, and you know they, and then they roll over, and then they uh, produce. Smelly substances, and then uh, pretend to be dead, and you kind of go on that mess with it. But these two boys, I don't know if there was a chick involved or somebody called somebody. You really said dirty what about my mama? name? What? Yeah, I what? don't know. But I mean, so me, I wake up to the sound of this thump against the side of the house. So I'm listening, and I'm hearing this, you know, around in the leaves. No, they throw down. So shwing, Out comes the uh, the uh, pistola de jour and i'm trying to look out the window you know i got jealousies, so i'm like trying to look down and see what's going on out there and then uh, there was a you know
0: it <laughs> was a break. you kind of like you kind of like that jeff foxworthy joke where he talks about the squirrels getting in his attic and he's out there in his house coat with his high powered bb gun with the light and his house coat and boxers well, i had the high powered when BB i find gun. you
1: <laughs> i had the high powered bb gun all right and uh, i was going to go right through the screen on that bad boy but uh and then obviously I don't know if they heard me or it was just that time or there was a time crunch or a referee blew a whistle, but uh it was the time where they broke. And they were just standing there going like then doing they'll doing the walk around each other like Yeah, I mean and I was like going go yeah. yeah! They didn't care. You don't want none of this. They weren't even paying attention to me. And I'm sure my neighbors were uh, probably freaking out. They're like, I hear somebody. Brain's killing, at it again. Somebody killing something and some guy yelling, get out of here. And they called the cops. And so they finally, you know, kind of gave each other the, uh, you know, don't let me catch you over here again kind of look thing. And then they like really just like went bing, 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 two different directions.
0: Now, now that we've settled it, here's the line.
1: And then, I, and then, of course, that happened at three a.m. this morning. Yeah, which means I got up at five to come in. There's no the going show back day. to sleep. I, no. Yeah. So I'm just laying there, and I literally, I got the, uh, I fall asleep with the uh, pistola like right next to me, you know, and I'm just laying there, kind of like, and as soon as I get my eyes and I close, beep 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 beep, beep the alarm goes off. Yes. So it's going to be a long day today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Mother Nature. And uh, that's what happens when you crank open your windows. You get to hear all of that. You know, I went to bed with the soothing sounds of no traffic and crickets going off in the backyard. It was very soothing.
0: Well, and you had a cold front coming, so you got that nice, nice. little drizzly rain going on. Yeah, it was on.
1: beautiful. And then I wake up to the sound of, uh, you, know, you know, what's that guy that just fought this past week, the YouTuber guy? Oh, the Your new your new superhero, Diego, what's his name?
0: Jake Paul. He Logan Paul. Or oh, Robinson Robinson Paul? Paul? Yeah, like Logan
1: Paul? Yeah, be- <laughs> it sounded like Logan Paul getting beat down. Not my hero. Don't say that. It sounded like Logan Paul getting beat down by Conor McGregor.
0: That was one of the, probably one of the best animal fights that I got to see live. Possums? Was two possums. Dude. dude. And it was, and like you said, it was two, it had to be. Two male possums, because these two were pretty good size. Yeah, they were big old bucks. And like you said, it's hilar- It was hilarious to sit there, because it's like the this face off. They're sitting there just circling each other, back hair rear- the back hairs raised up, and that's all they're doing for five minutes. This is all they did was just walk around each other in a circle, just staring each other down. Like you don't want none of this. No, no, no. Don't don't bring it over here. No, nope, no. Nope. And about that time, one of them was like, "Okay, enough of this!" And he just Flinch. dove, dove at the other one, and there they went.
1: Well, I must have, I must have slept through the uh, the initial uh, smack talk part of it because I woke up to the thud of, against the side of the house. That's what,
0: what, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean. It was the initial. One of them just finally was like, "Okay," and he dove on the other one, and they rolled each other. Actually, rolled each, <laughs> yeah, rolled what, each other down into a slough.
1: I guess that's what they were doing.
0: The rolled each other into a big well, the slough was flooded, so they rolled each other into the water and it went from dry land to okay, now I'm going to try to drown you.
1: (laughs) I've noticed that now that the coyotes have moved uh, a little closer to downtown St. Petersburg, uh, small game starting to pick up. (laughs) Yeah, uh, the possums are out a little more, the uh, the ducks are multiplying uh, exponentially in the neighborhood and uh I've seen more cats uh being let out and uh and still making it back home apparently. Really? Although they're all new ones, I've never seen these cats before, so these must be the replacement ones that were brought in after the the scourge wow. uh you know ran through the neighborhood that, and then decided to move on. The coyotes cat- weren't real
0: uh weren't real talkative this past trip to the woods, so
1: I tell you what man I've been seeing a lot of social media where uh, people gasp, are wearing them out. They are they're actually it's nice to see it done but apparently it's being done in other states it needs to be done here as well as much as you have if if you have downtime or Oh no you
0: I don't know a bunch of people it, between North Florida and a bunch of our friend Seminole friends in South Florida that are uh putting a hurting on them.
1: Well that doesn't help us up here. Well <laughs> Does it, does I got it,
0: we, I've got a friend that uh I'm going to do some we're going to talk about it and see but I know he's doing a tournament in the state of Florida so a Cody tournament in the state of Florida so
1: I don't know it's uh, it's one of those things where it was like the black bear you have uh areas where you weren't allowed to do it and you weren't allowed to touch him and you can't do anything about it and you just have to learn to live with them until the day they said
0: something happens to Miffy and then all of a sudden Come it's get them.
1: A, it's open season. Go do what you got to do, and we'll see how long it takes you to get, uh, you know, 2,500 uh, coyotes. I could probably get you about 50 of them right here in uh, Pinellas County in <laughs> one night. You get out there. Uh,
0: well, you talked about uh, pre-recording a show with Diego over here for Thanksgiving. What was it that time? We came a year year or two ago, and we all walked out the door to go get in our cars and Shoot right here in this swamp across the street. Apparently, a group of them jumped on something because we heard five or six. over oh, yeah, there were, were chit chatting. Yeah,
1: I think that 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 pack is the one that kind of has moved its way south. So uh, here's what's funny. I know that uh, they they attribute the coyotes' movement into the southern states. As much as they have because of bridges and roadways, because otherwise they had barriers between them that they could not get across. Yes. So we have these ones that have made it down through uh, They followed the County. deer crossing signs. Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, jumped on the Pinellas Trail or something, decided to head down south. And uh, of course, there's no stopping them on that, but... I don't know where they can go because once they go, they're not going to make it across the Skyway.
0: They're, they're they're like the guy that made the comment about the wolves uh, mercilessly slaughtering everything that uses the crossings in Montana. <laughs> Thing else now, it's basically like a death funnel.
1: <laughs> you know the the sad part is is that if there was a group of of coyotes that decided to get on the Skyway, oh Lord help and us. head down south, you know they would stop traffic and they would push them until they got to the other side
0: because they don't want to offend
1: anybody. You know, they, would, they don't want to make it look bad. You know, they don't want to run them over or anything because, you know, the first two let lead Let nature's ca- take its course. The first two lead cars will be like, that's somebody's German Shepherd and her puppies, okay? We're not going to kill them. Just stop the car, Harold, and let them go. And then they'll end up over there in uh, Bradenton, Ruskin uh, area, Manatee, and Bring them start on. working them all over there. Hopefully they'll s- develop a taste for iguanas and tagus. Good luck. That'd be nice. All right, we're going to take a break. Bigger Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. Here we go. We'll be back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Bring Gun, Jonathan Swindle, Diego here in the studio, live and in person. Uh, as Jonathan said at the beginning of the show, I don't ever do this enough, but if you'd like to call the show, you can. 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. Uh, if you want to comment, question, any of that kind of stuff, we're, we're always here for you. We're always here for you. Uh, Bill Burkett from Port Ganic Barbecue is supposed to be coming by a little bit later on, bringing all kinds of... Uh, dead flesh goodness bringing it here in the studio
0: with my kidney report that i got i cannot wait
1: i don't know where he's going to be going with said uh barbecue because usually we as you know in years past we always ended up with the scraps because he'd always go see drew Garabo first and uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. he would go there and then go hang out with him for whatever fundraiser thing he was doing and then we'd get the we'd get the leftovers
0: i'll take the leftovers
1: so we'd get like uh you know you know, a couple of scraps of that. I ain't you proud a, to beg? I think there's some meat left on that bone right there. Uh, you know, gnaw on that little cartilage. You'll get to taste what. it is. hey, would hey have been we like. never
0: did. We never did without. I could say. That,
1: well, that is true. Last year, he stepped up his game and brought that uh, wonderful meatloaf that he had in here. That I'm going to have to apologize Bill, to everybody Bill, for. Bill, if rest you're of listening,
0: this is Jonathan. I appreciate everything that you've brought in. It was delicious, and I am. As I said, this is going to be a celebration of the report that I got this week for
1: me. So, Well, that's good. So, you got good news?
0: Uh, yes. Uh, we talked to the kidney doctor this week and I am officially back to 44% of kidney function from about oh, 028 or so.
1: Is that because of the diet thing, or do you think it's just a
0: combination? Is there a of medication
1: that's uh, helping you do that? or?
0: Uh, it's a combination of everything.
1: Well, when you quit the heroin, that probably helped a lot. Ah. I'm, just, I'm just saying. I told you not to put that out there. <laughs> it's one of those things that, you know, I got to find the bad things in my <laughs> life and get rid of it. So, Johnny Cash. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to be the voice of uh, Lori here and say, uh, Jonathan, just don't overdo it. Okay. Let's no, not get I'm back not. to where we were. I'm good. All right. I know that you got that. I have big, a handle.
0: I have a handle on it.
1: You got that big old jug of moonshine sitting there. I don't know what that is you've been sipping on all morning. What?
0: Water. Oh. Good old fashioned water.
1: Mm-hmm. Why lightning?
0: I think I think <laughs> that's part of it. And I think the uh the I haven't had salt in eight months. That kind of deal. And wow. a few other things. That so. would be
1: tough. That'd be tough for me. Well salt is
0: If you look at it, Honestly, and the lady that's my nutritionist said it to me best. There is enough salt and salt. The only reason that we put salt on food is just for our taste alone. It's not it for any. There's enough salt and everything else and what
1: it's you to function. Yeah, I, I remember. I think I've I've mentioned this on the show before, but there was a British <clears throat> reality show where they had all these volunteers and they put them in a zoo. Oh yeah. And they fed them nothing but a vegan diet for, I think they had to stay in the zoo. It was like Survivor. They had to stay yeah. in this in their little cage <laughs> enclosures so people could actually walk by and see them and all this other stuff uh, for at least 30 days. Don't throw days. peanuts at the monkeys, kids. For like 30 days. And I remember there were people, they would sit down, they'd bring them this basket of, of fruit and vegetables and all this stuff. and everybody would say well, is this our food for the week and they're like no that's what you have to eat for the day. Yeah. And I mean it was a tremendous amount of food to get the same nutrition that we get from other products but in every basket every day they'd get one green olive. <laughs> <laughs> and though I remember this one British guy's like, "Well, what's the deal with this one uh, green olive? What 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 good is this thing?" she goes. That's the amount of salt that you need every single day yes. to function properly. The amount of salt that's in that one green olive will last you for the whole day.
0: Well, and it's it's amazing for me because, like Lori said it to me the other day, we were talking about reading labels and doing stuff, and, it's, and I'm kind of happy because it's kind of helped rub off on some of them and some of the other members of my family and everything else. It's amazing when you start eating, because you hit the nail on the head. Like I eat a lot more now, fruits and vegetables and stuff like that. As I've tried to tell people, have asked me about it, just cut the stuff out that comes out of a wrapper. Uh, I mean, that's that's probably I a mean, good that's, place to start. You know, instead sure. of instead of a candy bar, pick up an apple. I mean, that's you know, there's there's stuff like that. I mean. Stay on that kind of a situation where you eat more. As y'all all all joke with me, I'm the gorilla of the show, and I eat like a gorilla. So, I mean.
1: Chewing on banana leaves the whole time we're on the air. Uh, (laughs) The One of the funniest ones was the guy pulls out an entire head of cauliflower, and he's like, what in the bloody, what is this thing? Oh, Lord, man. What is this? I've got
0: more recipes for cauliflower than Carter's got liver pills now.
1: And they're like, it's a cauliflower. He's like, I've never seen one of these before in my life. I don't even know what this is. What do you do with it?
0: cauliflower you guys come over next time uh
1: i like cauliflower
0: cauliflower i cauliflower rice cauliflower mashed potatoes cauliflower just i can make cauliflower bread i mean
1: yeah that sounds really unappetizing so good for you
0: uh you would think yeah yeah. but you would think you've eaten my cooking before so you know for a fact if it don't taste good (laughs) Hank. I mean, yeah. Come on!
1: If you uh, put it on the grill for a little while and wrapped it in bacon, I'm sure it's tremendously I met, hey, awesome.
0: Hey, I make cauliflower tortillas that you cannot. Yes, I can. You cannot. I could promise you. I will take the no, challenge. They no. taste just like them beautiful white flour ones that you get at the Mexican restaurant.
1: I don't. I don't get those. So I'm just saying. I get the as uh, I, I get the masa ones. I like those. No, oh, I'm I, a corn guy. No. Huh? A flour guy. I can have corn, so I can make the corn ones too. The flour ones will make you gain weight really quick.
0: That's why you and make then, them out of cauliflower. See, that's the other good thing. You get all the, you know, you get all the benefits without any of the
1: problems. Yeah, everybody loves a good case of gas. So anyway, I gotta mention this, <laughs> uh, otherwise Bill George is gonna be extremely mad at me. So I have to uh, oh, bring boy. this up. No, he just wanted me to remind everybody that the FWC. Virtual meeting is going to be happening on December 16th and 17th. It's open to the public. It's virtual. It's virtual, so you don't no have excuses. to go. excuses. It's, uh, you know, the whole covid thing, so the meetings are being held uh, with, I love it, with the uh, community communications technology, and they're going to be using uh, a conference line for accepting public input and comments during the uh, Florida Channel broadcast that's going to be going on, you can either go, if it's on your television set, you can find it somewhere, or you can go to the floridachannel.org and do it over your computer. And uh, the uh, anybody can call in at any time and use the telephone to conference in uh, for your public comments. So you don't have to be there. You don't have to uh, Zoom or um, anything else, Skype or all that kind of stuff. You basically just watch it on TV and call and go, Am I caller number five? What did I win? That kind of thing. Um, But it's going to be a good time had by all, I'm sure. And I think it's one of those ones. I think if Bill George, if my mind remembers correctly, uh, can just call,
0: Just go make sure, message Bill George on Facebook and find out when he's going to be on because (laughs) that's a show in itself listening (laughs) to him. He'll be on. You know.
1: But the agenda. If you want to see the agenda for the time limits and all that stuff for each item, you can always go to um, the FWC and check it out. Uh, You can also submit comments in advance. Uh, They have to be submitted by Friday, December eleventh, and you can do that through the website. Should I should uh, I submit the one
0: that uh, you know? Not only are we landowners, but have lifetime licenses and all this other stuff. You should. Yet I never receive a survey, a questionnaire, uh, Did you
1: sign up for the newsletter or anything yeah, like that?
0: Uh downloaded the app, signed up for the newsletter. You know. Well, then I can't give a reason
1: why you so should. On not be so on and so forth.
0: But I mean, apparently we want to listen to some of these other jack wangs that come down here for five minutes and you know. I'm sorry, they're, I'm a little
1: they're bit, they're stakeholders.
0: I'm a little salty when it comes to that stuff.
1: They're they're stakeholders. As Bill and George likes to point sa-
0: Okay, well,
1: yeah. Well. Uh, so it's one of those things where, uh, you know, if you come down as a visitor, apparently your voice is just as important as a guy who's uh, born and raised here. You know, no. like if I went to Colorado and went to the commission meetings and go, I live in Florida, I'm a visitor here. I enjoy seeing the elk, but I would really like to kill them and make them into delicious things that I can eat and feed to my family. Yes. And I would like it a lot easier. I really
0: enjoy looking at the elk, but I also enjoy putting them into a vacuum seal bag and family-sized portions that we can, you know.
1: I need it easier, and I don't need to be uh, involved in any point system. I'm willing to pay for a license and a tag. Please let me go out and and shoot one. And
0: that's the part that Bill, like we, I mean, we all joke with each other in here but we all think the same way but I mean that's one thing with to me when it comes to tags and other things like that when you have people who are willing to give you money for said resources why is that such a hard sell with certain things especially I mean out like it even hit like alligator tags and I get and believe me before this and this is the whole thing that kicks off in the conversation. Well, you're going to have one person that's going to come in there and buy all the tags. Okay. No, that's not true. You know, I'm like, prove me in any situation. Well, no, every every time. I mean, and I'll say, and I say it like this because everybody always throws that back at me. Well, yeah, you you always throw up that you're a landowner and you've got hundreds of acres of land and da 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 and everything else. Yeah. Okay. And your point. I mean, you have the right to go out and find a real estate agent, and you worked and, hard for the money, you know. And well, no, I mean, so I'm, hard
1: for it, honey. Thank you.
0: No, I no, I'm not gonna sit here and lie. Between my both of my grandfathers, and my father, and all that, we're very successful, and
1: yeah. But you're so. In but other words, we, I understand you're a bigger stakeholder than somebody who's visiting from uh, you know northern Michigan or something. I, well, like and that. it's
0: and, and it's my thing is is I would I want the guy that's got two acres of land to be just as successful and have just as much stuff as we do. You know, and that's the biggest thing for me is it's like. The well,
1: I, my point was, is being a stakeholder, if you consider everybody from out of state as a stakeholder because they put on a snorkel and a mask and uh, jump in the water and look at a manatee in Crystal River. Well, uh, there you go. Uh, I mean, that doesn't have the same impact in my eyes as somebody well, like the you. Well,
0: grou- the grouper is a perfect example of like what you sit there and rail about. You know, that's great that you like going and seeing that Goliath grouper on the reef. Here's the problem. You as a person who's been here his whole life, me and everybody else that spearfished and done all this other stuff, has seen the impact of that floating garbage disposal that goes down there and sucks up everything.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, know, It's easy for me to go, well, I like to come down there and take pictures and see it underwater. (laughs) And then they leave, and whatever happens with the Goliath grouper out there and what it's doing to the reef has no effect on them. The
0: lionfish, I mean, we could go.
1: (laughs) It doesn't have any effect on them, so they go back to where it is they came from, but yet their voices were heard and they were screamed. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. I'd be a voice in the wind if I went out to Colorado and said, I I should be able to walk into a uh, a local gun shop and go. I need two elk tags. I need one buck. Uh, which I way Yellowstone? <laughs> I need one any deer tag and one doe tag or a cow tag. <laughs> and uh, how much does it cost? Oh now there's a point system. You got to apply for it, put money in, and do this. And now I mean it's basically a lottery. I'm like, dude, all you're doing is trying to keep. I want to
0: give you money. Yeah. Let me give you my money.
1: If you don't want me here, just say so. <laughs> Yankee, go home. I guess that's what they would say to me. All right, it is the Big and Wild Outdoors taking a break for the top of the hour. Hour number two is coming up. Yeah, but if we did that, we wouldn't have Bill George. That That is true. Uh, Bill Burkett said he'd be here in about an hour. Are you going to be hanging on that long, Diego? He's looking awful peaking, Bill. Might want to put the pedal to the metal. We're going to take a break. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there.